0: You won't break my home.
1: Yeah.
0: You won't break my home. Uh-oh. You won't break my It's two days until renaissance. You're going to let me have my my you, moment. you want going to let me have this here, moment. Talk about it. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You won't break my hold up. That
2: line hits way different with the presence of the plagues going on on this earth today, <laughs> you won't break my. What we not doing today? You right? won't we break my. We will not be infesting. We will not be overturning. We will not be infiltrating my we'll whole and all. Ooh, ooh. Keep all that shit away. Get away from me with this Apollo.
0: <laughs> not coming in my house. <laughs> Oh, why is you
2: here? Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Okay, well, what you there with the fool. Bull- Girl, if I, I was to judge you want anyone, i roll. judge you on that body where I'll their shoulders should match them hips, but they don't. So I don't want a DO up my ass today. Bye, pumpkin. Bye,
0: pumpkin. Sometimes
3: that means sometimes.
1: Bring it
4: down, guys, we'll Bring it
0: down. Backroll. Oh, this is, split, Back this is ignorant. Becoming in this good old house, okay? That's it. Welcome to a social experiment gone horribly wrong entitled, Who Raised You Host? I am your host, Lene. But this week, I will be going by the UxUx Revolution. <laughs> okay. Bitch. <laughs> I love her. I love it. And
2: I'm your co-host, Marlon. And this week, my Twitter handle is Paulie Pearly Gates. Why? Why? When
0: you girls learn how to lose, use Google, you'll find out. Why? I, I just, mm-hmm. I have questions. Mm-hmm. They need answers. And well, this, this is not answering said questions. Why? Google, Google will tell you. Why? Oh, Lord, Jesus. Yep. Well, I, I, I think today... Because we've been missing. We went MIA last week. Um, thank you guys for your patience and dealing with us. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm so rude. We're not alone. No. We're not. Uh. You're return. Guess what? I'm not gonna go through all that. We have, of course, the head the head honcho. Danny Sweetbells. See- <laughs> The Zaddy of the Sweet Talkers Network. Yes. yes. The, the, summonser <laughs> the Summoner of all bitches. of all bitches. Okay. <laughs> the gatherer of the games, The Librarian. The Librarian that holds all said reads that will injure life severely.
4: Wow, this is crazy. <laughs> I like this though.
0: One of Jovi's dads, the hor- yes! the Horcrux of Homo Hoes. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. You are thinking of the luck. Chase Cassidy fun. here once again Ooh, with us, children. Hey,
4: y'all! What's going on? Chase Cassidy yeah. in the building.
0: You know, I've been thinking. What should we call our regular, our regular um guests that we bring on? Because all shows have it, but we never thought about what we call them. Co-residents.
4: Ho residence. That's it. Yes. That's, that's it. Yes. This ho ho. Has, oh. Yeah, oh. The yes. The resident a resident Ho. I am a resident hoe and I am proud yes. of that. You, you know resident. what? You know what that is right there? What's that? That's that's merch. That, that's that's nice right there. That's what that's merch. I'm... I'd wear a Resident Ho t-shirt. I would, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And you should. Everyone should wear Resident Ho t-shirt. And that's why he's Daddy sweet mouth, because he comes up with the things. I like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs>
4: oh, yeah. My hole. <laughs> oh,
3: my God. yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, <that's
1: laughs> nice.
0: We've been away. Thank you guys for, as I was saying before, thank you guys so much for your patience. Unfortunately, it's the summertime, and my co-host and I have conflicting schedules at times. Ho, take your PTO. Take it.
4: Period. Listen take to it. the people.
0: And we sh- Listen, we make the best of efforts to give you guys a show every week. There will be some weeks where we, unfortunately, it just ain't going to happen. Sometimes. Some, some in time. time. Some okay? We're going to do that. But I think we should start off with the girls because we haven't talked about P Valley in quite some
2: time. Oh, had- wow. Uh, Sweet Mark, like, are you updated? Have you watched the latest episodes? Where Okay, are you at?
4: so y'all are going to be at least somewhat proud of me, so check it out. I had, up until two weeks ago, I had never seen P Valley at all in my life. And I will say this, I've not seen every single episode, but... Okay. I am caught up in a way of understanding the overarching story. What I mean by that is Buster has watched every single episode uh-huh. and I've kind of come in and out, okay. uh, but I know, I know all the beats. I know what happens. I know what the stuff looks like. I've seen all the major scenes with the one with the exception of one, which I purposely avoided this morning because I just I wasn't, think I know exactly
0: what scene you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I,
4: wasn't, I wasn't in the space. I was like, Oh, it's about to happen. I'll just, actually yeah.
0: so. you, you you were on white you were on white horse. Yeah. yes mm-hmm.
4: I, uh-huh. I wasn't ready.
0: Yeah, I wasn't ready. I, a lot of us weren't, but we're gonna get there. so as a disclaimer, where exactly did you leave off with p
4: Valley? So like maybe like 15, 20,, well, maybe more than that, maybe like an hour ago, we just uh finished playing the last episode, so we're caught up. Okay. Um like I said, I know the overarching story, maybe some some gaps are missing, but I do plan to go back and like watch the whole thing in its entirety for myself because I really, really, really like this show a lot. It is really fucking cool. Yeah. And shout out to my two favorites, um, Uncle Clifford and Mercedes. Shout out to them real quick because they have Oh yes,
0: yes, yes. So yes. while we while we talk, let's catch the girls up because we haven't, I think the last time we talked about it was the White Horse episode. I think so. Yeah, because what Chase was basically trying to say he had to avoid, and if you guys have not seen Pete Valley or you're not caught up, this is going to be filled with spoilers. So you might want to fast forward about a solid 15 minutes, because I'm going to go there real quick. Mm-hmm. So in White Horses, the scene that Chase did not want to talk about was the scene where, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm trying to think of her name right now, Keyshawn, that went through her sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Is what he was talking about?
4: Oh, actually, no, that wasn't the one I was talking about. Teak, I was talking about Teak.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, that was a lot.
4: Yeah. So
0: we, oh God, we have a lot to cover. I was talking okay. about Teak. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yes, in the episode before the one that just premiered this week, we unfortunately saw that Big Teak committed suicide. But the one thing that I can honestly think katari uh, for it is the fact that she drops a lot of nuggets on twitter in regards to the right the direction of the writing mm-hmm. and and, the, right. and yeah and the nuggets. so she was talking about a lot how little murder is like kind of playing the angel of death this season because if you ever pay attention like the last oh, wow. the last episode where they went uh when ernestine had went to the river yeah. uh-huh and Shit. yes when she went to the when she went to the river Shit.
4: wow
0: and when she went to the river he had the blonde hair and then he had on the white teeth he had on the um the wife beater uh-huh. and they were saying there was a lot of references even with big teeth that episode if you remember what was little murder wearing I don't remember. all white Damn! Uh, oh wow! On because she puts she they drop a lot of gems Damn. that we're not picking up on. Just like how I had said, and I have said it here before. Big Teak had like when he was getting his haircut, right? Even the using the flame on his yes. Hair, please explain them, that,
4: huh? Please explain that because we were like, what? The, what is this? We were very confused by that.
0: Oh, so a lot of old school barbers, some of them you, some of them well, mainly in the south they'll put like flame to the hair, kind of to get the trim just right. Okay. A lot of them don't do it now. And as you see some videos online, some people really don't need to do it at all because they don't know how to (laughs) Right. so that was symbolic but then also if you notice when he was done with the haircut it was a singer a picture of a singer to the right and behind him it was like the shadow of the devil
4: oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
0: you got is a lot of nuggets being dropped this season Mm -hmm. then you had the whole storyline with Mercedes Mm -hmm. and even in this past episode where she wanted to be different from what um, her mom was to her. Right. Like, she didn't want to have Tarika go through being forced to do something when you're old, where sooner or later you're going to have to make your own decision when Tarika right. decided to handle her business. Right. It's, it's a lot going on in Key Valley, but all of it's yeah. good. Yes. However, we need to talk about the two people I wanted to dive into real quick. We need to talk about Keyshawn. And we need to talk about Lil' Murder in Uncle
4: okay. Let's start
0: with Let's start with Keyshawn. Okay. Because okay. she's easier to deal with first.
4: With her beautiful ass. She is gorgeous. My gosh, she is, she is every dope. time I, I see her. I don't do
0: fish, but I promise you she be like a good blackened salmon sometimes. Wow. Okay. delectable. Yeah. It's, yeah. She is it's, it's serving. It's tasty. It's it's looking <laughs> like all it's looking like all flavors. It is. It's properly like seasoned.
4: Awesome. Properly marinades seasoned. Marinades and
0: all. Yes. Come on. Marinades yes. and all. Hello. Okay. I love it. It's giving. The part that breaks my heart was, of course, she had already knew like she couldn't do anymore with Derek after she found out that he started to put his hands on their children. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was gut-wrenching to
2: watch. That fucked me up so bad, y'all.
4: That that I need to go back and watch. I didn't see that part in particular, but I know that it happened, but I need to go back and see that because that that episode in particular, I really want to see more because there were gaps that I didn't catch. I was very interested
0: it was so detailed. If you did not pick up on it, you have to go back and watch it. That yeah. the White Horse episode in particular, a lot of it was detailed. But when that whole situation happened with the kids, I was just like, "It's time for you to." Go. Yeah, man. Yeah,
4: for yeah, real. Like it. one, the last one of the last things that I saw in like the latest episode, if you don't mind me jumping ahead a little bit, go ahead. um, when uh Autumn came to the crib and she was she was holding the baby and she and she was like, "Yo." Pretty much, the baby drowned because it stayed too long. Like that I was like, "Yikes!" Like I was yeah. like, "You might want to pay attention to what uh what sister saying to you, man." Like, and as much as I can't stand that heifer, she really dropped some knowledge. Like did. I was
2: proud of her at that point. Like
4: with her secretary being a safe
2: evil bitch and really trying to help the situation. Like
0: that was really dope. The one point that someone pointed out to me, they were like, how the hell she needed to look for her makeup out of the supermarket? I'm like, good question, because I still don't get it.
2: Well, because well, yeah, she's I, been through the same situation. Yeah. she the domestic situation. So it's like, yeah, teenage, yeah. you're going to catch me in the makeup album because I know you're trying to cover up all that. I know he's been beating.
4: I just I just wanted to know why Autumn had on that secretary wig. That's all I wanted to know. That was one one. She's giving out. very
0: yeah. secretary. Yeah, <laughs> it's
4: it's giving very much receptionist. It's giving very much like I have your messages. It's giving very much like you know urgent memo. It's, it's giving very message. much mayor's wife. It is. It is. It is. I don't you like know, it.
0: And I, not to be funny, because we all know Andre. Mm. In the whole situation with Andre. We ain't seen him in like two episodes mm. now. So you that you know we do find Andre your parents. Listen, he's gonna come. It's gonna come. And I'm just like,
2: it's all right, next season. All right. I see you. Because okay. th- we don't have enough episodes for them to wrap up all of these loose ends. And that was the whole purpose.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a lot Let, going on.
0: Let's cover a little Murder before we jump off with P Valley real quick. All I wanna right. talk yes. about I wanna talk about the doll. Okay.
4: <laughs> the doll. First
0: of all, the doll. The doll. First of doll. all Walk in and smell the acrylics. Let's start there. <laughs> 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 who is your nail tag, Uncle Claire
4: Okay, listen. I just want to know because I caught that team. I was like, yeah. I
0: promise you it's a solid four to five inches. <laughs> easily. Easily. Like, who is it? Who I want to know. Who is the nail tag? The cuticles uh, are always pristine. Always. The signs are always legendary. Oh, oh, you know what? I forgot. Hold on. I have a song.
4: Child, a selection. But,
0: now y'all all seen, we're all we're all gays of particular age here. So I'm gonna sing something and I think both of you are gonna pick up to what I'm doing, especially you, and you might leave the room when I start. Okay. Oh
4: geez.
0: Now, in honor of the wig that was worn in this past episode, I have to do this. Oh, bitch. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. I need a false light head. False light Hey, No.
2: Oh. No. Not Sharifa. Yeah. And if you do not remember yeah. Sharifa. She said. I, 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 I. <laughs> He had that Sharifa wig on this
0: episode. It was the one, the shortcut right here. It was given straight. This is Mobile, Alabama's uh, finest. Even though we in t- Chuckalisa, yeah, the wig yeah. looked like it was a quick weave from way back when, bitch. Let me tell you something.
1: Yes, D Woods. Yes.
0: Look, it's that quick weave was nasty. That, that nasty. was no lace. That was a quick weave. Because <laughs> a lace, a lace could never. That was a quick beat, I ladies can. gentlemen.
2: I can. That's a. But
0: I want to talk because I was listening. Shout out to Lou Seif. I was listening to Hell's Round of Fauna, okay. Mm-hmm. And Lou was saying that Little Murder is a bottom. I want to say the terminology correct. He was saying that it was a bottoms fever pitched dream.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If I'm not mistaken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now here's my thing. Because for some odd reason in the community, we just don't want to believe that there's actually men that, are, that just so happen to be gay, but they're masculine presenting. We don't want to believe that.
4: That's correct. Right. in
0: our minds, it's easier to believe that doesn't exist. Go ahead, I know you got to think piece uh,
4: I'm, I'm looking at Marlon's face right now. He's like, hold on a second, because I've I read, I read this dissertation.
0: Hmm. Come on dissertation, I know it's going on up there. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. So, Got it. Got it.
2: it's not that such a man doesn't exist. Okay. Okay. A lot of this has to do with the fetishizing of masculine gay men. Well
4: okay now and
2: out that fetishization weaves into the dynamic and ideology of DL men toxic masculinity and all of the other trigger words that we talk about when it comes to masculine and gay
4: right uh-huh.
2: now my thing is this after this episode that just passed, mm-hmm. I want to talk to those same bottoms that are fetishizing right. Lil Murder because I know that those bottoms are pissed.
4: Now they turned off. Bottom. Yeah. And
2: furthermore, bottomed for someone that is perceived heavy air quotes as a bottom.
4: Fill me up,
3: nigga. Fill me up. <laughs> Fill me up. Fill me up.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> because Lil Murder said, Oh, no, that's true. This is Lil Murder's daycare,
0: and Uncle Clifford's kids are welcome.
4: That's right? you. I'm that I'm living for it. Like, first, first and all, foremost.
0: I love how the girls will get on Twitter and say how they love certain things. Y'all, uh, like, so he said this too. He was like, Y'all act like y'all don't live for soft tops. I'm like, the girls don't want. I don't understand it for the life of me. It's crazy,
4: yo. Listen, They look
0: good on Twitter for a thread. They don't want no soft At the end of the day,
4: at the end of the day, in my opinion, my humble opinion, the best tops have been or are actively also bottoming. Like, so what are you talking about?
2: True, but let's take it a step further. Come on. Because again, this is why this conversation gets so nuanced. Sis, why are we correlating Mm-hmm. Femininity yep. with submission. Yes, because there are feminine tops
4: that have never been bottoms. I can tell you why. I can tell. I can tell you exactly why. Oh, we, we know,
2: but it, please enlighten, enlighten the children. You have to forcefully her.
4: It it starts with the B I B L E, and that <laughs> being the book for me. Um, that has taught us that, uh, femininity is something that is subservient and should be subservient to masculinity. And Mm. that in turn permeates through everything simply because if it's tied to racism or if it's tied to misogyny or capitalism, it is going to be in the fabric of everything that goes on in this entire planet. And that right there is on teenage pregnancy.
2: And I need bitches to okay. get with it because if y'all notice, Uncle Clifford been slanging peen all season.
4: With Oak the
2: nails on. At his birthday party.
4: With the nails yeah. on.
2: Shout out to Marley Santana. By the, shout out to Santana. Marley.
0: Shout Santana. out
2: to Santana. And then on top of that, bitch, at the birthday party, and then it got him a piece of ass.
0: So, Listen, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, the verse children should be
2: living. I mean, the fluidity is real and we need to acknowledge
4: it. I love to see that. Like, as I was watching that scene, and I also watched the scene with Lil Murder and Teek, like every every gay scene that I see that happens on this show, I find I'm like, yes, boys, yes. I'm always like, this is, this is what I like to, because it's not, it's not exactly what you think it's going to be. You, and I like that. Like what we, I came for. And I love that. Like I, I, want. I like the fact that you, you know, subvert those expectations a little bit and, and give us, give us some, some, some shit that we not expecting in a little bit of a different way. I like the fact that I got to see that nigga with them acrylics on, climb that, that, that quote unquote mask for mask niggas back.
2: It was hot. And because, and this, and this takes the conversation a step further because. All you girls that get on social media and talk about how you all want to see diversity in the gay community. Thank you. And had a whole issue with what took place on Sunday. Which and all this diversity that's being shown in this season alone. says So what do you want? Say what you really want. Say you want that toxic masculine mask for mask shit. Okay. And you want to see it. And you want to see it now. Say that.
4: Because that because. that turns it makes it turns them on. That's hot for them. Like that's that's yeah. yeah.
2: And granted, it's okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that ain't every day, sis. And y'all know it ain't every day.
4: It's not. It's
2: you right. know it's not. So just give it up. Turn it loose in vogue, bitch. Just stop. I'm gonna turn it loose in vogue. But you know that's my
4: listen. Mind. But you know who be me? I am. I ain't shit, but a masculine ass nigga out here living my best my best life, trying to you know. Pay attention and love on both sides of of who I am. The duality. Man, let me tell you because I've been a butch queen since bedrock, and y'all just gonna have to deal with it. I love it. Being a butch queen is fun, man. I get to do I get to do whatever I want to do, man. Like it's it's fun. It's a good time. Just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. What happened? I
0: said that shit
3: going
0: on, <laughs> <laughs> y'all. Yeah, so. Yeah, child, listen, okay, there's nothing wrong with wanting you a little soft top and then it don't, just because, you know, you decided that you wanted to take the cake, you ain't got to worry about nobody's label or nothing, just get your life. But in the words of my co-host, host, what do y'all want? Because at this point, <laughs> the, it's right there. You're seeing the girls give you full versatility. Yeah. We done seen sex scenes where you ain't see a whole man bitch out on camera. What what do y'all have to complain about? I just wanna know no, at this
4: I love
2: point this. what this exactly are you
0: complaining about?
2: Because at this point your lace is lifted and you are unaware.
4: I'm, e- I'm even appreciating all the fake penises they have given us this season. Thank you. Oh, it's all touch of Dildo's.
0: Sure. Thank you, you know, for and, the they, songs. And, and shout out to them for not just giving us the gay shit. You are going to be transparent. They also showed y'all that the girls are getting they like too. Can I
4: say and, one you know, thing? But if we're yeah. going to talk about any of the straight relations,
0: no, we're, we're talking about the, we're talking about the um the open marriage that ended up taking place at a certain point in
4: time. I've written, okay, I did I did hear, but I haven't seen that. But I heard about that. But once it. a scene that got me together. Was a uh, I I just want to appreciate um, that fine ass diamond. Um, uh, because
0: y'all wasn't my no,
4: no, 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 no. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell all you, whole something.
0: Y'all Jeez. all looking at diamond now, baby. I was looking at diamond when he was bending on the has and the half knots. So let me tell you something, man. That's been my man. All right, he's still, he may be having a little baby on the way. That's fine and dandy and all. Man. But Miracle, that's
4: our nigga. <laughs> it is so hard our. to like, gosh, like it's so hard. Me, like I watch the show with my nigga, like we watch together and like, it, we just be like, every time he's on school, we'd be like, damn. Like it's like Lustiana. Like I'm just not gonna lie, like he's, it's insane. It's insane. And I like the way he plays that character too. He's not a bad actor. So I'm not mad oh. at that either. <laughs>
0: He is, is a lavish light skin. I'm going to give it up to him. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's nice. You know, it's wonderful. It's, it's everything. It's the bee's knees. Right. It, it is. That's what I heard. It's mm-hmm. the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. But, children, we're going to bounce. We're going to head bounce into the show.
4: Okay. <laughs> yes. I, uh, yes. Yes. Us, yes. Uh, he comes back, bitch.
2: This <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, bitch. That just took me out of uh, the visual.
0: Jesus. All right, children, it's time to get. It's time for y'all to get up, wipe and flush. Get up, wipe and flush. Say what? Get up, wipe and flush. That's right. It's time to scroll on y'all. I'll wipe
4: back to front.
0: <laughs> back to front. You see, you about to have me going to a whole nother. <laughs> we're not gonna do that, we're
2: not. No, we're not.
4: We're not do that. <sighs> we're- I am joking.
0: So Rolling <laughs> Loud took place over the weekend. I forget where Rolling Loud took place in, in regards to what city mm-hmm. this go around. Mm. Um, but we're going to start off a little light and then we're going to go into the meat of the matter, if I makes sense. Oh,
4: yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so
0: Sorry. apparently, you know, I do, y'all, if you know me, you know I love Diamante, better known as Soe. And so we actually decided to do something a little different, shall we? Okay. I'm going to play a quick clip, if you will. So, I'm not going to play the entire clip, but Sweetie basically shot her shot at one of her fans.
4: Bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay.
0: Yes, I bro- didn't I, I didn't
4: hear, I, hear I, any of that. What happened? Like I, I didn't hear anything.
0: Hold y'all. The brother's name is Will, and Will was fine. So, I understood <laughs> he wanted to, you know, wanted to put a snowflake on his timeline. In his inbox, you know, because, you know, I'm icy. You look at, like, a Glacier boy.
4: <laughs> wow. Wait, first, before we move on, I have a serious question. Like, this yeah. might be, be be me showing my age. Is Diamante...
0: Her real name? Yes. It's her it, birth, Diamante.
4: Like the car? Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. So, moving yes. on. Um, <laughs> moving on. How no. did that, t- I love this. I love when she shot her shot at one of her fans. Like, that is, that's kind of lit. Like, Let's
2: get your fucking license, right. and
4: he fine, he fine. And I, I, if I'm the dude, I'm kind of like, bitch, Diamante hit me up. Like, like what's oh, up?
0: What's really good? Like, what's really good? <laughs> Shit. And, well, outside of that, there was an eventful time. Okay. uh before um during the first night okay uh one scott got on stage better known by his stage name Kid cuddy mm-hmm. okay and it did not end well at all shall we oh,
1: we no. shall
3: leave right now.
2: more on stage,
0: So basically, as you guys are hearing, he was in the middle of his set and he kept getting objects thrown at the stage as he was performing. So he's saying, I will walk off this fucking stage if you throw one more thing. So of course, some asshole. Some asshole out. threw something and he walked off the stage. <laughs> I need a minute before we go any further talking about Rolling Loud taking place. As someone, as an artist that openly has spoken about his struggles with his mental health, mm. to have something like that happen while you're performing is a lot. If you remember, Kid Cuddy was the person that also started the You Good World movement for men to start having the open dialogue to talk about the issues with their mental health. Mm -hmm. So, knowing that this man not only has issues with mental health, he also went through an issue with substance abuse at a certain point. Right. As he's going through all these things and working toward being a better him, y'all decide because you didn't agree with his set to throw things at the stage? Like, we're children?
2: First of all, the fact that y'all are so petty that you throw something on stage because you wanted to see your problematic fame instead, who was coming up next, literally, is appalling. Like, bitch, if you don't like the lineup, don't come to the show. Go get your pretzel, bitch. Like, where are right. we going? What is this? But
4: it's, you know, like, the sad, the sad thing is that everything that y'all said is correct, but people don't care. They don't. People don't care about the fact that that could have been a bad day for him. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that he was looking forward to was performing.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: they took that from him and that could have been something that could have pushed him over the edge that day. Like nobody thinks about that sort of stuff because for whatever reason, as since even though everyone, not everyone, but people seem to be more vocal about being you know, depressed and anxious and having mental health issues these days, people seem to have like no compassion when it comes to other people and their, and their mental health. Stuff they got going on. They seem to, it it just goes out of the window. So you see that man up there and you have in the back of your head, oh yeah, as a fan of his, I have to understand that he has this issue. Maybe I should, maybe I should not throw something on the stage. Nope, gonna do it anyway. People don't care, man.
2: And also, dehumanizing celebrities. That's another thing. Stop putting celebrities on pedestals because they are human too, bitch. They go through shit just like you every fucking day. No amount of money will change that. It just won't. It won't. Mm-hmm. No amount of fame will change that. If anything, fame exacerbates that shit. And you bitches refuse. No matter how many times it is put in your face, plain as day, your faves go through the worst.
4: Yep.
2: Or you bitches that love Kanye so fucking much, you hoes should know above any goddamn body
4: that everybody go through their own shit. Mm-hmm. So chill the fuck out. This. Well- I- well, I mean, people who go up for Kanye, they should really understand that because they are actually going through their own shit because they're going up for Kanye. Something has to be wrong. So, like, you, they they gotta understand more than anybody else.
0: The only thing that, and before we move on, because um, it's funny y'all mentioned Kanye. The only thing that I don't like is the fact that that family kind of made it made him expose his mental health illness. We didn't. We didn't know that that man had issues with his mental health since he was a kid and that he was technically medicated all these years. He didn't, we didn't know and had no clue until he got married.
4: But that also like at the same time, though, as somebody who deals with that sort of thing I
0: love saying,
4: and, and has been and had been dealing with it and didn't know what it was, you know, since I was a kid, you know, Kanye came out in what, 2003, I was like 17, 18. Right. Like, yeah. and I remember that I was transitioning into college and I was very depressed and very anxious, just didn't know it. And mm-hmm. it would have been really fucking powerful for me if Kanye would have came on the scene like, yo, like college dropout takes a pill every day. But, you know, and like, he,
0: but here's the here's the catch 22 to that. Sorry to cut you off. No, you that's 22 to that is back at that time we didn't have the verbiage that we have now yeah. the minute that she would have exposed in the minute he would expose anything in regards to his mental health not being like an average functioning person everybody would have tried to look at him differently like oh he you know he cr- like the stigma from way yeah, back yeah. From. Oh, you're he's right. crazy.
4: but somebody got to start though you're right you're right but somebody got to start people i mean that can't always be the reason why we don't do something. You know, look at Lil Nas X, like right now. Like, I bet people told him the same thing, you know? But there's impact being had. I don't know. I mean, that's perfect world type of shit, but I'm just saying as a person who, I would have liked to see the representation. um, I'm not really mad at the fact that I know that he has these struggles. I'm more mad at the fact that it doesn't seem that he's taking care of himself. That's what I'm more mad at. That part.
0: So, while we mention the man, if you guys did not know, he was originally supposed to headline Rolling Loud.
1: a mm-hmm. mess,
0: and, <laughs> and decided to back out of headlining last minute. And Rolling Loud decided, hey, you know, uh, um, uh, we can ask Lil Durk to do it instead. And that's exactly what happened. And in the middle of Lil Durk's set, Guess who makes a surprise
4: appearance? Not Kanye West. Kanye West. Throw that in the trash, girl.
0: You know what? I one day want to aspire to be so financially well (laughs) that I can turn down a headlining gig and say, hey, I want you to give this gig to my friend that's still, that basically is a known artist. He's still technically on the come up, he has a large following, you know? Pay him instead. I want to do that one day. That's crazy. If you really said back and think about it, like I said, financially, he didn't need to check. So he was like, you know what? I'll give it to you. Just make a surprise appearance. That's what we'll do. Bye. A mess. A whole mess. While we're talking about mess, let's just let's go down the rabbit hole mess. So the U.S. finally decided that uh, Britney Ganger actually exists.
4: Ah, oh, jeez.
0: Yes. Uh, so, I purposely kind of no tried point. to stray away from this because I didn't know all the facts. I knew a portion, not the whole shiboin boing if you will. Shaboying-boing. <laughs> yes, I said, shaboying-boing. I sure did. Uh, <laughs> so this is coming from NPR. U.S. offers Russia a deal for the release of Britain Ganger. Griner. Griner. Thank you for correction. The U.S. has offered a deal for Russia at bringing home WNBA star Brittany Griner. Yes, it's a tongue twister. I can't help it. And another jailed American, Paul Whelan. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said Wednesday, in a sharp reversal of previous policy, Blinken also said that he expects to speak with his... Kremlin counterpart for the first time since before Russia invaded the Ukraine. The statement marks the first time the US government has publicly revealed any concrete action it has taken to secure the release of Granger, who was arrested on a drug related charges at a Moscow airport in February and testified Wednesday at her trial. Blanken didn't offer details on the proposed deal, which was offered weeks ago. And it is unclear if it will be enough for Russia to release the Americans. But the public acknowledgment of the offer at a time when the U.S. has otherwise shunned Russia reflects the mounting pressure on administration over Granger and Willen and its determinations to get them home.
4: What took so long?
0: long? That's a good question, because we're approaching the end of July and she's been in Russia since February.
4: Like, this is crazy.
0: Girl, what in the golden eye 7 shit is this? So the thing that NPR did not put in there that we all need to talk about is she is being held in Russia over a vape cart,
4: a vape cart.
0: She's in Russia over a vape cart where in the States it's legal. She wouldn't have been able to get on the plane if it was not legal. It would have been confiscated. She would got arrested in America where she's from. So, just all, just, all if, just all the way. The if fact this that, was,
4: if this was fucking, if this was fucking like Taylor Swift or some shit.
0: Oh, we would have been hearing about this no later than the next day. And the <laughs> fact that it took literally over six months for this to
4: happen—can you imagine what she's been through? Uh,
0: I can only pray because the way they even show her in the pictures in Russia. I'm like, you would think she killed someone. Damn! Like they have her in chains, and then uh, they have her in handcuffs, and then the handcuffs are linked to another set of handcuffs. Like, what is this?
2: for a vape cart? She's being the sacrificial lamb for all the frustrations of Russia towards America.
4: And then, uh, and, and and but, and and we're dragging our feet to get her because she's a, a black queer woman.
0: Exactly. That's, That's a what. major part of it that they don't want to exactly. tell us. Is that because of the fact that oh oh and she's gay?
4: Three strikes,
0: you're out.
2: Yeah. Oh, you're out. <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> this is this is too much.
4: America.
0: America. Merica. It's 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 disgusting. It's deplorable. They need to figure out what the fuck is going on because it makes no sense why she is still detained.
4: I want her yeah. home immediately. I want her home immediately. I cannot I imagine what she's going through. Like oh, quick, geez. like seriously, this is, this is crazy. This, this should not be like this. Cause it ain't that deep. It really isn't. It really isn't that deep.
2: Your like yeah. laws in Russia aside. It is not that
4: deep. No, it's not.
2: hit her with a fine confiscated and pay it. All this shit is extra. It's really extra, and I hate it.
0: Uh, well, I think I've had enough of scroll on. Okay. So we can go to some training topics. mm
4: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, So, Chase, have you ever been to a concert before?
4: I have never been to a concert, no. Marlon, you have. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done a meet and greet? No. Okay. Well, current. Well, yes, I
2: have. Who did you meet and greet? Uh, the
0: group- King? Yes, she did. I gonna you yeah. telling you about that. Yeah. Okay, so currently, um, Christopher Maurice Brown is on tour. Oh no, on the One of the Ones tour. and it's coming upon on Twitter. Everyone had a very popular opinion <laughs> because Chris Brown is charging a thousand dollars for his meet and greets.
4: Nigga, fuck off!
0: What? And, yes, you have the girls that paid a 1000 They are allowed to jump on him. They're allowed to, like, look like they damn near backing it up and all during this meet and greet because they paid a 1000 to get this picture. Oh. Now, everyone had something to say, and there was a statement made in regards to y'all need to live a little because you're not going to have any memories. If you go back, you'll, the only thing you'll remember is paying bills. Hmm. Now, sorry to inform you, Mr. Brown, because like I said, this is alleged. I'm not reading directly from the source. I'm just basically reiterating something that was passed along. Let me explain this to you. Me meeting you and getting close and personal is not going to pay all of my bills. Um, That is someone's a portion of someone's rent. That is someone's electricity. That is someone's. That might be a. That might be someone's passive cell phone bill. Yeah, depending on where you live, that is your rent. That exactly. Depending on where you live, that's a portion of rent. And I mean, that's no slight to these people that decided that they wanted to do this. That was your decision. You had the money. Go Mm -hmm. for what you know, sis. Mm -hmm. But my thing is this: I understand why it happened and why it's all going on. But if you don't want to pay the thousand, then just don't pay it. Like I won't. That is also
4: true. Uh, hello, like I won't. I'm only paying 1000 I got bills. I'm and not I'm not paying $1,000 to go stand next to some nigga who looked like he smelled like a sock. I'm not doing that. The
2: sock that's under your bed.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: That sock. And you know what sock I'm talking about.
4: The pregnant sock.
0: The pregnant sock. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm.
4: pregnant. That sock yeah. got to be pregnant at this point.
0: I had to break a sheet in half.
4: Yeah.
0: It, it's, it's, no, it, it's, it's giving. It's giving dried up dreams of yesteryear. Mm,
4: yeah, yes, dried, Dry. dried,
0: dried, uh, dried white dreams of yesteryear. It's
4: giving seventh unborn.
0: Yes, all of that. Hey, what is the, that? the 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 semen that couldn't. Mm. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> the scene that the scene that didn't go toward getting something.
2: If I pay you a thousand dollars, I better be able to roll up on you and hold you like we are standing in front of a
0: wooden wicker chair in the pen. And <laughs> I pay a good solid thousand for a picture, Maybe I'm kissing you. I'm. I might even pull it down be like, I'm bitch with the airbrush backdrop and all, all. I don't care if I'm if I'm taking my money and I'm paying you. Oh, it's going to be a memory,
2: girl. First of all, for a thousand dollars, bitch, it better come with a pre roll, a five star dinner, um, bitch, I better be able to
0: get a fucking all of it. sample.
4: And Chris and, better and Chris better hug me from behind, and I want to feel print.
0: I want yes. him to flirt with me the entire time, <laughs> and not I want classic it. print either, bitch. Get want, it up. That's I right. I want you to pull out the stops. I want a. I want a glass of Ace of Spades. I want to go to the fanciest of the restaurants, uh-huh. and I want as I want the paparazzi there as we get into the limo and all. As you okay. grab my ass, let me tell you something. Okay, you want a date? You want a date? If, if for a thousand dollars, you better. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you, inflation is real. You want a thousand dollars for a meet and greet right now? These are the facts. oh, I'm going to create a memory for a thousand dollars. Yes. And you how much
2: mind. time were they getting for
0: this $1,000? They didn't specify how long they get. It couldn't no. have been too
2: long if you got all these people to pay for it. So then you want me to pay for five minutes of your time for $1,000? I better get a good solid 20 to 30. Minutes. I'm sorry. To all my sex workers out there that's on their that high-class shit, I'm sorry, assistant. Chris Brown just played in your face. He because I mean, it, I'll mean come pay for that pussy before I pay for that. And that's my
4: period. Hey,
2: okay. no fucking that is just... Oh. So sorry. To this man. This
4: no, is, so is sorry. This, I have a question. This is me and greet Is it happening this is happening before or after the show? After. This is happening after Amy, the show.
0: Jamie and Reese are always after the show.
4: So he's definitely going to smell like a sock at that point. Definitely going to smell like a sock.
0: I, okay. I have to ask a question, and I'm pretty sure our listeners are going to appreciate me for it. How does one look like they smell like a sock? Man, That's you know what it is. laid your eyes upon
2: Chris Brown several times, bitch. He looked like a damn sock. <laughs> but like he
0: smells like a sock? Yes. Like, you know how, like, you look at somebody sometimes... How does one look like they smell like a sock? I
4: I don't know. It's just my best way that I can describe what I think he looks like, he smells like, sometimes. Mm -hmm. And and this is the thing with him. I don't get that he consistently smells like a sock. I get that just sometimes he just be like, you know, fuck the hygiene. I don't have to do it exactly, you know, all the way. It kind of gives me that sometimes. It does.
0: The, see that's jumping into like a generalization of our um you know our fair skin brethren.
4: Oh, that is King, I don't no, no with that no, no. dude do, it does not no. It, no. Bitch, is, I'm sorry.
2: I have seen Chris Brown on several occasions. He looks filthy looks sometimes. Like a coke induced shower binge, bitch. I he don't looks like filthy. Him.
4: Sometimes he looks. Sometimes he looks like you need to put him in the shower. And i not dingy. Yeah, he looks dingy on several
2: occasions. And I'm sorry to all you bitches, to all you breezies out there, girl. Don't I'm not saying you play, Don't play when we play lotto, honey. I don't care. Your man has not always looked that healthy.
4: I'm not trying to say anything about that man's talent. I think he's talented. No, I'm not, and, I, and I'm not trying to say the man is unattractive. I think he, I think he's gorgeous in the face, the cheekbone. I think he's a really good-looking man. I just think sometimes he looks like you need to put him in the shower. Awesome. I,
0: you know, I wouldn't say I wouldn't go that far either. But then we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then we're here. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to describe it. And then we're here. So it was a young woman that made headlines recently. Uh, I'm trying my hardest to properly pronounce her name. And I want to say it's Chanterri Wells. Okay. She is making headlines because she shot her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a reason why she shot her
4: husband she
0: found out that he had been molesting the children at her daycare
4: oh come on come on what is this place what, what is, is it? it what is going no, on is
0: directly from the shade room according to nbc washington on tuesday mm. we said baltimore county detectives began to investigate james which is her husband Earlier in July, due to allegations that he sexually abused at least three children, and now faces multiple charges, he's still hospitalized and police custody. What, as-
4: <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't gonna escape past that. He is still hospitalized.
0: Let's. <laughs> um, i personally want to know the GoFundMe to. Uh, for her legal fees, because I promise you, sis, if I got it, I'm going to donate to your girlfriend. <laughs> of I, I need her to go to the Cochran firm and find her the, the most elite lawyer to get her, her out her of this. Now. Yeah, she no. needs to go. Okay, yeah, man, She like
4: needs that. to be
0: home. He, it needs to be reversed, because he actually did get arrested. On those charges, I don't think they charged her for anything because, <laughs> rightfully so. Why?
2: Period. Right,
4: get out of here. Get out of here, you fucking pedophilic bastard. You out here, fucking kids. Like that's like that's what we gotta boil it down to. I don't even want to use the the, the 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 intelligent words of of pedophile. No, you you fucking kids, my nigga. Like that's weird. It's like
2: furthermore. <laughs> Because my thing is, if y'all have kids together, this has opened up a whole new oh, God. shit storm. Like, <laughs> uh, 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 like uh, I don't know how long she's been married to him, but bitch,
0: what? I hate all of this. You come to my job? And you're molesting children that I got paid, that their parents entrusted wow. me with, that they pay a monthly fee for, and you have the nerve, the gall, to molest three of the children? No. I want to pull out my shotgun too. Like, uh get the fuck out.
4: I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But okay, speaking,
0: girl, I mean, speaking, I, of that, speaking of things that we don't understand, um I am the resident beehive member here. And okay. I'm going to, I'm going to curse you hoes out one time and one time only because I'm not going to do this with y'all this release. Let me tell you hoes you know, something. The release date is on Friday, right? <clears throat> I don't want to see a leak I don't want to hear a leak I don't y'all gonna hear this on Friday and that's okay freak a leak right I don't there won't be a leak in this here building <laughs> <laughs> let me told you something when mother said July 29th that's, what she, said. that's what she said she didn't say July 27th. Or whenever you felt like listening to the leap because you got impatient and decided you ain't wanna wait. When she said what the date was gonna be, it's just that. <laughs> yes, I'm on Twitter reporting accounts. I don't care. I don't want to hear nothing Not from the reporting album until account. Friday, but we were supposed to get it.
4: Reporting. You
0: hoes over in France is trying to ruin shit. Okay, because y'all got the album early. I don't give a damn. Okay, we are waiting for renaissance around here.
4: That's right, so you. That's be- right, you won't break my hole. You won't break you my will hole.
0: Not okay. Yeah. You will not break my hole.
2: I just understand, girl. We are literally
0: days away. Not even days, bitch. Hours, hours at this point. Solid hours. hours, girl. Hours. I, okay. And y'all can't wait. Is that I mean, deep for y'all? I mean, I
4: mean, I-, I mean, at the end of the day, the album gonna be trash anyway, so it don't really matter. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, I love oh, it. No, you uh, it. I love oh, doing that to no, oh. y'all. See, you oh, are so short. Thank I you love for it. coming. Uh, <laughs> I love doing that to Beehive Ooh, members. Wow, that shit is okay. so funny. Like, he hard. didn't know. I was
0: like, oh, thank you so much. For yeah.
4: <laughs> yes, how to gaslight Beehive members 101. They
2: like, oh man, this is our oh, last episode of so the sweet talk.
0: They're like, seriously, like, creative differences, bitch. <laughs> 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 you yes, <Yeah>, no. yeah, <laughs> not a divorce for irreconcilable differences. Bitch. Oh, <laughs> I can't. Got but it, got yeah, it. I
2: mean, y'all, seriously,
0: girl. All right, y'all should wait. It's gonna be lit on Friday. What is sleep tomorrow? Because I don't know her. I don't know about all that. <laughs> um, you don't, and I say this respectfully. You know, you wouldn't know what sleep was either if Prince was putting on a new project right That's now. That is untrue as well.
2: Because, bitch, I don't care. I love him enough to wait until I wake up on that day. It ain't that serious.
0: For you. Okay. That's, exactly. That's For what I'm you. saying. On the 28th at 11.45, <laughs> I'll be gracefully waking up from my midday nap. <laughs> Not midday at 11.45, bitch. I need y'all to
3: stop.
0: Oh, at 11.45, I'll be waking up for my midday nap because the real night shift is about to start. Mm-mm. The speakers will be on full blast. I will be dancing. Okay. I will be twerking. Get your mind. I will be breaking my hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Okay. Bitch,
2: I'll, I'll be on the path listening on my way to work, child. It'll be alright. <laughs>
0: and now I'm going to wake up to a
4: lovely text message like, Bitch. <laughs> and I'm gonna be on the Balk, sending hate texts to Lonnie just to gaslight. Just to and gaslight.
0: Would be, they would sit here like Chase. Don't, don't, don't. don't, 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 don't
4: I'm like, i like, ooh, track seven, a shit, girl. <laughs> and I, I'm
0: like, you know what? This, this is really should <laughs> chimp- <this. laughs> <laughs> I fucking care. <laughs> yes, Queen. Uh, can. Yes, we graciously cannot wait for Renaissance, as you can hear our lovely resident hoe over here playfully hating on the Queen. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, you know, Chase
0: ain't never been no uh, beast in like that.
4: Nah, I, mentioned- I mean, and it's fair. I don't
0: expect everyone to be. He appreciates it, but it's all right. Yeah. It, 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 right, and that's okay. Hmm. But around here, you won't break my pub. <laughs> Children, with that being said, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick intermission, if you will. And we're getting ready to get into a pot. And I heard with oh. this pot comes the side of biscuits mm. today. Mm. And I heard the biscuits ain't the best. Mm-mm. I heard it was burnt. Like, literally, it looked like cold.
4: Oh, I was Ooh. giving coal. Okay.
0: All right. Oh, yeah, cold. it's that mm. time. You
4: can't even save the biscuits. No, no. 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 No.
0: no. <laughs> no. It's, no. it's not happening. All right. It's time for a refill, kids. We'll be right back.
2: All right, ladies and germs. We are back, and it is time for Marlon to stir this pot. Is it like a gumbo pot this week? Mm, no. 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 It's, it's a bit heavier.
4: Mac it's, and cheese. It's a
2: bit heavier. No. Not mac and cheese. That's a <clears throat> Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh, uh-uh, baby, the mac and cheese. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. Uh, yeah. So this pot is uh the fixings of a shepherd's pie. It's Ooh. that thick. Oh, wow. We're gonna wow. get things today.
1: Oh no! So, oh,
2: Should I go first? No. Okay. Uh, So, we're going to get into things and things, you know, every once in a while, I'm going to hit y'all
0: with a serious topic. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what this is.
2: And this week, our topic is, is love enough? So, we're going to get to a conversation about... Relationships, romance, and whether love is enough to sustain said relationships. Cause I feel like this has been a topic that's been on my brain for a while now because number one, so many of y'all hoes is trying to be in relationships and everybody's doing a lot of what well, was me and I want man and why well, I ain't got no man and I'll fuck with these niggas now just just that the third. Um, and I think that you all are sadly mistaken to think that love will be enough to sustain these things that you seek, girl. Yeah, and I think <laughs> we need to have patience. we calling. Things. I'm calling things in, like cisly Tyson. I'm calling the sin. We're calling the sin. We're coming together. Yeah. We're Sisley. A conversation About this, all right? Let's have a sister circle, kids.
1: Bitch, fuck you.
2: All right, so I'm going to kick off this conversation by asking this question what do you consider a romantic relationship? And I ask that specifically because Hmm. everybody's idea of a relationship is very different. So I wanna gauge the room and see how we feel about that. Is it based on time spent, connection, Mutual agreement, exclusivity. What is a romantic relationship to
4: you? See, I think it's all of those things. Exactly. Like, yeah, I think all of those things. Having that understanding, um, having the under- the understanding of all of those things, mm-hmm. and having that common ground. And I-, I think that's all those things contribute. I don't think it's necessarily one one thing, I guess.
2: I mean, and 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 I want you all to feel free to really expound on your personal ideas about it because I want us to really get in-depth about the nuances of everybody's ideas about it. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So, I believe it's those four key elements that you had mentioned.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And also, I think the one thing that we all miss when you say "love is enough." It's like a vast question. You know how you know how you like to get deep. You get deeper than like poetry sometimes. <laughs> and I feel like the thing that we are missing when it comes to relationships is the actually wanting to resolve issues. You get mad yourself. I am. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I always do this with him. If you, if you show, <laughs> I promise you, I leap when it comes to the high. Yes, yeah, so I'll this bitch one thing, and then he go into a hard, take a hard left.
4: Because it made me wonder. I was like, did I ask the question right, y'all? Was
0: it- <laughs> did my GPS know where it was going? And then you decided at the last minute to change the address. Nah. You got a different
2: address than your GPS, nah. and I'm the driver's feature of somewhere nah. I'm going, not
0: where you going? going. You so know you're driving. Oops. <laughs> There's that
4: laugh I like. That's it. That's it.
2: That's what it is. But it's all We're gonna let her have that
4: one. I knew it though. I knew as soon as I heard that laugh, I was like, it's mess because that's the yeah. mess <laughs> laugh. That's the mess laugh. Oh, um, so yes.
2: Yeah. So for me, what a romantic relationship looks like to me has evolved over time. Uh-huh. Um, I've been known amongst my friend group to be a one of my best friends put it best to be serial a serial and Okay. Um, and over time it's been different things uh, at first it started out with I think what many of us are presented with when we talk about love and relationships and that's monogamy exclusivity being with one person loving that person that person only uh, it's it started off very rigid okay. and those things have changed for me over the years, but Mm -hmm. the foundation of a romantic relationship for me has always been and has gotten to a space of being about companionship, camaraderie, love, and romance. Mm -hmm. And also understanding because... If we don't seek to truly understand each other on levels beyond the surface, and I'm talking about all that pretty cute shit, your Mm -hmm. favorite food, favorite color, I met your aunties and uncles, I know your grandmamas, macaroni and cheese, all that shit, that's not going to take you the distance. It's It's not. not. It's just not going
4: to happen. It's not.
2: Okay, so how about this one? How many relationships have you all been in?
4: This is my... I'm, I'm currently in one now, and this is my fourth um, official relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yes. How
0: about you? I am
1: marrying Chase. I've been four.
2: When did you all start dating? Seriously.
4: I was 24 the first time I, um, I did everything, actually. <laughs> I was oh. very much a late bloomer in those ways.
0: I... Like seriously dating? Yeah, like twenty five. Okay. So, okay,
2: so that leads me to this question because for me, being the person that I am, (laughs) uh, I got an early start on a lot of shit, and I have been, I've been seriously dating since I was, I would say, sixteen. Okay. Official boyfriend, I had at sixteen.
0: My first teenage
2: lover. So, so in that regard, what would you all constitute as a serious relationship
0: exclusivity? In I think, what ways? Okay, so I had and the, due to the audience, I had to refigure what I just said. <laughs> yes. So, if we're talking in the realm of monogamy exclusivity,
2: okay. But if, so, okay. So, if, I'm not to put you off, but So with that, in that regard, you consider yourself a monogamous person, yes? At this point in your life, it's wavering so hard now. Okay. So, but in in regards, you weren't dating because you're not currently dating now. Who said that? Excuse Uh, me. Let me not put my whole size in my mouth.
4: Get her together. not bad, bitch. I may
2: be single, so that don't mean I ain't taking it. <laughs> no, I'm stop. Okay, so <laughs> I don't think we had Okay, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> exclusivity. Yes. Okay, got you, Chase. How
4: about you? What was the question again?
2: Uh, what do you consider a
4: serious relationship? Uh, for me, serious relationship is more. This is a really good question. I haven't really thought about it like this before. Um, Mm -hmm. hmm. Give me a moment.
2: Okay. And and I ask that question because for me, I've been in relationships and I've dated since I was young, but there are relationships that I've had that I look back and reflect on that weren't
4: necessarily serious to me. I think for me, uh, if we, we both, I think a serious relationship has a direction um, that you're kind of like, going in. Yeah. Uh, you've had those conversations of, you know, next steps and futures and things of that nature. That feels very... When I think of the four relationships that I've been in, um, on some level in each of those, those have been like the conversations, the intentions, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And intentionality is very important when we talk about romantic relationships because... In a day and age where we got a lot of situationships and all types of ships going on that are not necessarily stereotypically or traditionally romantic, Mm -hmm. I think that the lines can get blurred a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's more or less why I had to ask that question.
4: So my next question. question
2: is, what constitutes a successful relationship?
4: whatever this one i'm ready for whatever whatever y'all deem to be successful that is what it is and i I think for me it's more of like so if you if y'all deem your relationship success to be we have three children we're making this amount and and we have this kind of house and we have this dog and that is success to you fantastic But Mm -hmm. success to somebody else's relationship could be something completely different. I have nothing to do with those things, but they're Mm -hmm. successful. So Mm -hmm. I just think, I think that's kind of like a, a more of a subjective thing. Uh, For me, success um, in a relationship looks a lot like uh, being able to be like fully and completely honest and transparent and be and feel, feel, completely and totally understood and, mm-hmm. having, and having that go both ways. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um that's success to me. Um on like just a, a base on just like a base level. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, then, how about you? I feel like to kind of think you back off the of chase a little bit, I feel as if everyone's idea of of, of a successful relationship also could kind of be could see this perfect follow me here on this one mm-hmm. so my idea of a successful relationship is we are at like we're basically working towards our maximum potential in regards of not just romantic i'm talking professional i'm talking overall around i'm talking i'm a person that does not like the presence of other people past six hours can i go <laughs> can I deal with you being in my space over 24 hours and not look at you in the face and be like, Oh my God, when are you leaving?
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's real. That's real.
0: Can I deal with the little shit that you do? Like you, did not clean off the toilet seat? Can I deal with the fact that you did not put your clothes in the hamper the right way? Can I deal with the fact that I told you to take out the meat so I could cook and you just didn't do it. Yeah. I, 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 can yeah. I deal with these Can I do the triggers and traumas for me? Okay. 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 Can I deal with the fact of your the people that come with you and feel ease? Can I deal with all these things and not feel Ooh, anxious?
1: Can I deal one. with all these
0: things and not feel depressed? Like feel as if I have to basically minimize a portion of myself to be accepted by you? Mm. Like that to me is what a successful relationship is: is where I don't have to mask anything about me, and you understand. And just respect it as this is just who he is, and I like just like I'll accept my partner's flaws. These are some mine, and if you can deal with that, and we still thrive, that's a successful relationship.
4: Can I can I challenge that like slightly? Go well, ahead. Not, not maybe challenge is the wrong word, but just like give a different perspective. Mm-hmm. I think that that is correct, but in allowing your partner to be who they are. Mm-hmm. I think you have to recognize there's a difference between a person's bad habits and a character trait. Like their okay. character trait is who they are. Like that's that's something that is just gonna be what it is. And they really should not be challenged to change that, right? Mm-hmm. But if my partner has a bad habit, I'ma challenge you to 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 work on that bad habit. And to me, that is that is an expression of love.
1: Mm-mm. You know, that,
4: that's not that's not your partner saying, like, you know, I don't accept this. That could be them, like, asking you to elevate, you know?
0: And also, can I tell you about things that you may not notice that you do and you not get offended and understand that I'm saying it from a space to make you a better person?
4: Come on now. Come on now.
0: Can that happen? That's a yeah. successful
2: relationship to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and in, in, in a lot of what you said, the success sounds like safety. Yeah. It it can be safety, too. Well, what I'm saying when I say safety is because a lot of what you said revolved a lot around you feeling safe enough to be vulnerable with that person, because you talked about a lot of vulnerabilities. And I think that a lot of people enter relationships that do not allow space for vulnerability, Mm -hmm. which I don't think that people take into consideration is to me a major factor and contribution to a successful relationship. Because if I'm getting with you and I cannot be myself around you, because a lot of people like to throw around this phrase about accepting your partner flaws and all. And also in tandem with that, People like to throw around wanting unconditional love, not realizing that all of our love for other people has has to have a condition. If you are with someone and you are loving them unconditionally, I don't think that you're getting everything that you need out of that relationship. Talk about it. Because essentially what's happening is that you are getting with someone and accepting them in the phase that you met them in and you are not looking for more. And I think that when we enter these relationships, that we should find more because we're already who we are by ourselves. Mm Yeah. And if we weren't seeking for more out of the life that we're living, then there will be no desire to invite someone into that space. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and and I can, speaking from my own experience, there have been situations that I've been in where there hasn't been any elevation. And I tried the trope of loving unconditionally. Mm -hmm. uh, And it just didn't work. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't work because when you just accept shit as it is, if my play came to me, with the juiciest steak, but that bitch had maggots on it. And I just said <laughs>
4: unconditionally, Ooh. I'm just
2: gonna eat it. Regardless. I'm gonna just eat it, yeah. No.
4: Yeah.
2: No. I wanna send it back. I want right. what I want. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um success to me and I to piggyback off of um what Chase was saying about how it's like I want people to understand that whatever your relationship is, your success should be based on you and that person or person's ideas of what the bond between you all looks like.
4: 100%.
2: Because I think that a lot of us enter these relationships with somebody else's ideology. Come on now. Yes. You know, it's sad. And people that know me have heard me say this time and time again, that fucking happily ever after syndrome that you bitches are holding on to, I want you to get rid of it, girl.
4: Throw it out. Throw it out, girl.
2: Get rid of it. Because, bitch, really? sh- nobody saw after the credits of Cinderella when they rolled off into motherfucking Sunset mm-hmm. that they got to the Airbnb, bitch, and she was ready to smack his ass for not rolling the toothpaste right.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, it, it, it just... Mm-hmm. It's not a realistic thing, and that's another, like kink in the armor of this idea of perfection and so many people striving to be quote unquote perfectly we are imperfect beings you can't attain perfection it's not a thing it's not there's no such thing as perfection in any facet of your life you cannot attain it Mm -hmm. it would behoove us to just strive to be the best that we can individually and with the people that we love instead of trying to fit into this cookie cutter idea of what society is telling us. Mm -hmm. Our love is supposed to look like Right. That's all I'm saying. I agree. So next question. When you enter a romantic relationship, what do you look to
0: gain from the experience? Uh, You ask Uh, me. Almost ten years,
4: time. I don't remember. <laughs> it's giving partnership for me. Okay. It's giving partnership for me, and to have that partnership, um, there has to definitely be trust all up in there.
2: Now, um, tell me a little bit. Expound on what your idea of partnership looks like, because everybody's is different.
4: Man, listen, I'm I'm 37 years old. I'm not I'm not trying to like date you for fun fun or for play play. I'm not you know doing this for you know just something to do for the next few months. Um, I have a lot to lose. I have time uh and energy that I can go to other places that will that will do me well. I need you to be able to come into my life and to be able to um shore me up um in the places that I'm already strong and go ahead and, and help me to repair the places that I'm not. And I'm going to do the same for you. And we're going to sit down and we're be like, this is what we want to do. We're going to get after it together. That's that's the partnership I'm looking for. Word. Word. That's, where, that's where I'm at with it.
0: OK.
4: OK. I'm looking to gain from your love. Hey,
0: Yonla. <laughs> I love it. You know, I'm this <laughs> <laughs> for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Put your mouth over that hole. <laughs> I'm not understanding what this is supposed to do. You're not supposed to.
4: <laughs> Lean not. Lean not. <laughs> that clip still
0: says me to the end. Put your mouth over that hole. <laughs> I You know what? I never gave thought into what I expected from like from any new relationship, but it has to be a level of camaraderie. Yeah. I like in order to be my nigga, you also got to be my friend. And I really think mm-hmm. we take that portion of dating lightly mm. because in order for me to love you, I gotta like you first. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, people are rushing to building the foundation for a relationship opposed to actually getting to know the person they are trying to be with. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like the whole thing that's missing, especially from today, in order to even feel safe enough to say what you're feeling in a relationship, you need that level of comfort and camaraderie. Mm. Like, so, it, like I said, in order for you to be, my you gotta be my friend first.
2: I need yeah, that. I did that. I, you know, since I was very, very young, I have always sought to gain love from the experience. Right. Mm -hmm. And because love is such a vast term and it's very overarching and like widespread, me seeking that has manifested itself in many, many different ways. Mm -hmm. And I can say in my years of life and my experiences that I have Learn that love is not. It is not what everybody says it is. Uh. Uh. It's a lot deeper than butterflies in my stomach when I see you. It's a lot deeper than getting hard when you're next to me. It's a lot deeper than Uh. cards and teddy bears and anniversaries and all that shit. Love is a lot deeper than time spent. It is. There's so much more to it. And I just feel like there are not enough of us that are really taking in everything in the lens of love and really appreciating and trying to grab at all of it. Mm. I think that people have like this idea and they've been told, oh, this is what love looks like. This is what love is supposed to be. Yes. And they're only focusing on that one thing. I agree. But it's so much fucking more than that. And, and I think that people also don't take into consideration that with love comes a lot of much needed humility.
3: <coughs>
4: oh, ouch. ouch. <laughs>
3: Talk
2: about because it. so many of us go into situations that we are seeking things to get from this other person, mm-hmm. but we're not holding ourselves accountable for what, what, and who we are, and how we show up in these places. Uh-huh. Right. You know, everybody wants to gain so much, but not many of us are truly stepping back and being like, "All right, bitch." So, who yeah. the
4: fuck are you
0: doing this thing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I if I can interject, you know, I say my say so. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I really believe when we talk about love a lot. Am I jumping in is this you might be because I have a follow-up question to this. Ask your follow-up question what
2: do you contribute to your romantic relationship?
0: Perfect. That's not where I was going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, the one thing that we don't talk about when it comes to love is the perception of it with the generations. Come on, now, come on. Follow me with this. Come on. Our our grandparents. Man. I'm not talking our parents. I'm talking our grandparents. Bring it, bitch. Come on. Our grandparents were taught, especially when it came to love and relationships. Once you are married, you are married. There is no such thing as divorce. There's no, it's not supposed to be such thing as another spouse, another child, or anything of the sort. That is how it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And that left a lot of people in a lot of broken homes and a lot of broken marriages. But the one thing that it did do, and that we don't talk about enough, is that because of the dedication to stay with that person, they were willing to, at a certain point, work through it. Follow me here, because I know I'm about to lose some of y'all. They were willing to work through it. As the decades have gone on, we have now learned to look at love as if it is a temporary thing opposed to a permanent thing. So when they look at a spouse or someone to purposely date, they look at it as if this person fucks up. I don't have to deal with this shit. I can move on and deal with the rest of my life without you and move on to the next person because just like a bus, then the next 5, 10, 15 minutes, The next one is supposed to come. But in the realistic realm, especially in today's society, when it comes to dating, that's not always a thing now. Because especially as you date, as you get into your 30s, let alone your mid-30s, so speaking to the choir right now, in your mid-30s, finding a partner that you're willing to do, like finding a partner or a spouse where you're willing to, look past their shortcomings to still love them as a whole, you're not gonna, it's harder to find those people because the smallest inconvenience can lead to them completely being done with the whole situation.
2: Well, I want to give you a little pushback. Give me some. So, I want people to understand that while I hear exactly what you're saying about our ancestors and how they dealt with love in their time, I want us to not overlook the fact that a lot of our ancestors were in those relationships as a means of survival there mm. which is why they stayed mm-hmm. in tandem with the introduction to christianity and christian values and all oh, of that so fast forward to today and what you said about how people are in more of a space now where it's like, you kind of expendable, bitch. And if you're not giving me what I need, then it's going to the next. Mm-hmm. That is a direct byproduct of that history. Because we did not, in that time, a lot of them didn't have a choice. And we've come so far beyond that point into a space where we realized that not for nothing we realize that we deserve more
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know we realized that it, because honestly marrying for love is a very new concept
4: uh-huh. i get what you're saying yeah it was really a
2: it, it was it's really yeah. always been a business contract
4: that's why it but, feels like that
2: it's it's been a i'm marrying this woman she's my property now <laughs> doesn't belong to anyone else they're gonna have my children we're gonna build this family we're gonna build this legacy that's it it wasn't about loving nobody it was about i want you and i need you <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna take you and that's gonna yeah. Be it yeah you know which is why we have women that the women have to take on the man's last night it was property um so marrying for love is is very very new but um, in that same regard, I also wanted to touch on how now, the thing that gets me a little bit is that a lot of us are looking at relationships and looking at people from a place of tolerance and not acceptance. Okay. You get know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Because it's like, I get what you, first couple of dates been cool, your representative showed up for about three months, then we start pulling the lace back a little bit and I see what your edges look like and then it's like, do I still want to keep pulling it back
0: or do I want to back off completely? So basically I took the makeup remover and you don't know if you want to love me without my eyeliner is what you're saying? I mean, and,
2: and essentially okay, that's, pretty pretty
0: that's what you yeah. said.
2: It's like, girl, can I deal with you? Can can I see, even but fuck around with okay, what you bring?
0: In? It's not even a place of tolerance. I want you to understand this. It's not even a place of tolerance. It's just a place of I always, I said it it earlier, I'm going to say it again. I have to like you in order to love you. Mm
3: -hmm. So
0: it's not coming from a place of tolerance. It's actually a place of acceptance. Because a lot of times when we get into these spaces and entertain any type of partner, in our minds, all the little things that piss you off can personify you into a reason of maybe, of doubt, of maybe this isn't supposed to be. Like, especially I'm speaking as a single person in today's climate, any small inconvenience could lead to someone deciding to go completely loose. Okay. It's like the way the dating um, world is now, everything is off of tolerance. It's nothing off of the acceptance unless you intentionally wanted to get to know that person on a deeper level right. besides just a relationship. Everyone right. is looking at it from a place of tolerance.
4: I can hear that. Yeah. Because
0: it takes a, it takes you go through a lot of people to finally find that one person that you feel the connection with, mm-hmm. to begin to accept them for who they are, their shortcomings, their flaws, and all. Yep. It takes a, it takes a while to get there. It's not like we would love for it to be magically. Oh, I met this guy and he was great and everything is wonderful, but unfortunately, in today's climate it's more so I, I i went i went out with a but i you know it's just it was missing something really that it's missing the connection piece. Mm-hmm. sometimes you can meet somebody and not connect with them and that's where the whole tolerance piece comes in you got to be able to tolerate someone to start to even accept them so if i can't tolerate you i can't begin to accept you yeah. Yeah. all right so
2: let's jump into this next question okay how do you handle accountability and your contributions to the energy you give in
4: relationships? Oh, that's a very easy one for me. Um, okay. I am the type of person, uh, I am not going to argue with you if I am wrong. I'm just not going to do that. I don't feel like it. Um, so when it comes to being held accountable, I if I did it, I did it. And I'll apologize. You know? like. And I just, I feel like in a relationship, I don't, I don't really, I'm, I'm the type of person I don't want to like have to go back and forth and argue about like right and wrong because I feel like nine times out of 10, you know, when you're right, you know, when you're wrong, like, you know, yeah. a lot of times I feel like the reason why arguments are happening is simply because pr- there's pride in the room and, okay. uh, you know, and, and, you know, people don't want to put that down. So I'm, I'm, I try to be the first to be like, all right, cool. Um, I did it, you know. Whatever, even if I like did, I'm gonna try to get understanding. I, I'm accountable, man. Like, I don't, I don't want to sit up here and beef about about shit that we can just acknowledge and move on with.
0: Okay,
4: okay. I, I hope that made sense. It does. It, does. it makes, world <laughs> it makes <some> world <laughs> <laughs>
0: a world sense. A world sense. Man, see, you talking to the man that she ain't been in relationship for over eight years. Don't so, it, in, in, in June, in June, you in, you in, June, in June. <laughs> <laughs> but we gonna move on. So, I in the four relationships, I only consider one of them to be like more serious, even though that's a whole other pod. But I can say me now versus me at twenty five, twenty six
1: mm-hmm.
0: is I understand that I'm not perfect, and I do now have a better knowledge of my shortcomings. So, in the realm of I guess you want to say accountability is I know firsthand what, when I'm wrong, I'll own it. I can speak from the person in front of me now. I'll own if I'm wrong, but that then I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to have certain conversations. I just was literally on eggshells in my relationships. I didn't know what to do. And let alone, it was like my first real serious one. Mm-hmm. So I felt like real anxious. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't want to trigger an argument. I'm very much so like Chase, and that's how you know you were doing a pod with three air signs, bitch. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, the, I I don't, why are we going back and forth about this? Right, <laughs> so, right. Why is this an argument? Like wow. I, I really want to know why this took place two hours ago. Why are we still talking about this?
4: Right. Because that, see that at that point, like that makes me more angry is the fact that I'm like, okay, like you, you know, you know, you're wrong. And now like, are you just trying to make me mad? Like what, like what are we, like why are we having to waste time doing this? Like I want to do something else.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and, uh, Chase, I love what you said about uh, when arguments ensue that pride is in the room because I think that a lot of us don't realize how real that really is Mm -hmm. Um, and breaking down the nuances of conflict and how conflict is needed in relationships (laughs) um i hate that (laughs) and that has been the thorn in my side over the course of my life that i am gaining more of a grasp on when it comes to accountability Mm -hmm. because when I first started and over the years, it was hard for me mm-hmm. when it came to accountability because of my pride. Right. Um, mixed with certain situations where I knew you was on some fuck shit
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you were low-key, like, gaslighting me to believe that it was my fault mm-hmm. or that I was crazy Uh that created a really weird space for me. Right. Uh, Also, along with being a car carrying holder of people pleaser for a very long time. Yeah, let's talk about it. those things created this really perfect storm of not really, not only being able to hold myself accountable for things that I contributed, but also holding other people accountable.
4: Right, right, right.
2: You know what I mean? Because when you are in the realm of people pleasing, more often than not, a lot of people have gotten away with a lot of fuck shit. And they shouldn't
1: have. Mm -hmm. But again,
2: when you are not not taught to stand up for yourself, Mm -hmm. you often accept a lot in the name of what it is you're trying to obtain and hold on to, which is love and relationships. (laughs) That's
4: the trip, yeah.
2: So take me into my next question. What are some of your toxic or unfavorable traits when you're in a relationship? Uh
4: the fact that I I don't I don't mean conflict don't don't do well. And what I mean by that is it's not necessarily that I uh how can I put this? I don't like to uh fight with people that I care about. I don't like to have conflict. I don't like to have tension. Mm -hmm. So as soon as it arises, I, I need to attack it right then. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if I'm not able to, then I start to like spiral mentally and then you feel it in the room and then it's a whole, then it just goes to, I am not good with that at all. I am not. So, um, yeah, it's not, it's not my jam. Not my jam. Not my strong suit.
0: I have always had this huge thing with who Mirror Chase's conflict because I am the type of person I would not argue with you in the moment. I never have. I never will. Especially if it's my partner. I don't go to sleep mad. However, comma, I'm not going to speak in the moment. Why? Because nine times out of ten, what's on my mind is so bad that we might break up if i say it out loud so i need a moment to gather my thoughts i hate that i i can't as a gym i can't stand it a because, raised by two liberals child because that's a legal trade yes it's just like <laughs> I, I i need a minute i need to process what i want to say to you because if i say it right here and right now we're gonna go into a full-blown shouting match i can't do it and not to mention, as a person with high-functioning anxiety, baby, I ain't trying to get anxious because the minute I get anxious, I need a minute to calm down. Mm-hmm. So, I anytime there's a conflict or an argument in a relationship, nine times out of ten, I need a minute to process my words and exactly what I want to say.
1: Yeah,
0: like I'm that intentional, especially even in conflict. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I need to think about this for a second. I'll be
2: right back. <laughs> yeah. For me, um,
1: oh man, some things that
2: I've noticed have been, number one, taking on energy that's not mine. Oh, yes. Okay. (sighs) Um, The way that that shows up. Again, and it's it's one of those kind of like latch on things from trying to break myself with people pleasing because you got an attitude and if you're not opening up to me and helping me understand what's going on with you, I tend to take that on. And then it creates a dynamic that is toxic because number one, as people and adults, our emotions are our responsibility right we can't expect other people to fix navigate maneuver switch those things around. your emotions are your business you have to deal with those things Uh so me taking on your emotions when you're in a mood and that those are not mine has always been a detriment to me because now i'm in a funk for something that has nothing to do You know, mm. Uh, mm. and and again, like uh, and to just like echo what you all have been saying. I don't do very well with conflict, um, and I I realize that there is a such thing as healthy conflict, mm-hmm. uh, okay. and that it's needed because we, when we're in a relationship with someone, we need to know where to get on and get off with each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because
2: essentially those things bring about more growth. And I think that a lot of us don't really realize that um, because we want to shy away from it because so many of us are trying to hold on to the love and not have it end. There's that fear of the things ending with this person that we love, and we don't want anything to tip the boat over. Mm-hmm. Um, not realizing that sometimes you got to rock the boat to get out of that jam. hmm you know, yeah, yeah and be able to move forward. Right. You know, and, and I I feel like if more of us were willing to go into those murky waters that we
0: would find the sun on the other side of the storm.
4: I hear you. To, yeah.
0: So piggyback a little bit off of that, off of your thought, also we like you said, we are always afraid to rock the boat in any type of relationship, especially romantic relationship. We're always afraid to rock the boat because you don't know if this is the one thing that just in all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's hey, just the anxiousness that comes with it. Like maybe fighting with my partner isn't the best thing because right now we're just all upset with each other. I don't know why we're upset, but it seems like this is never ending. But in reality, when you choose the person that's meant for you or the, part, the person that's for you in that moment, they'll understand this has to happen in order to move forward because Mm. nothing is worse than being in a relationship and there's conflict and you're treating it as if it's trash and you're just sweeping it under the rug and letting it pile up.
4: Right. Mm -hmm.
2: So, I'm going to do two more questions because I had a lot for this. week, long, all really long. We could. (laughs) um, I'm going to do two more and then we're going to wrap it up. So, what traumas have you experienced that shape how you show up and how you protect yourself?
4: Jeez, 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 jeez. Okay, so. <laughs> um, Heavy stock, y'all. I told you. I was, uh, I will say, uh, there was a relationship, uh, to make it really long story short. I was in a relationship where um, I did not. Uh, I feel like there was a lot of like a gaslighting going on, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Um, And. I didn't necessarily feel understood. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So that created a bit of. uh, How can I put that? Bit of bit of anger within me. Uh, And and so. Now, the way that it shows up, if I'm not careful, is that um, it can cause me in conflict. If I'm feeling like misunderstood, my Brooklyn will show up really quickly. Um, and he's not very pleasant. Uh, mm. So that that's something that I'm recognizing is not like, that's not who I necessarily show up as normally in my relationships. But. I'm recognizing that the reason why that person is trying to show up more is because of, is because of that. Right. You know, and it's, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to, that's not going to happen to me again. So I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Yeah. I do
0: that. I do that. that. Repeat the question again for me one more time.
2: What traumas have you experienced that shape how you show up and how you protect yourself in relationships?
0: if I feel like the argument is too intense, I'll shut down. Oh, okay. So like if I shut down, it's a serious, like it's not a I'm getting quiet, it's i I'm going home and I'm probably not gonna speak to you for at least a day shut down. Gotcha. And it's not that per se, you, yeah, you did do something wrong. I'm not gonna sugarcoat that part. Nine times out I said if I shut down, it's because something went really left. Mm-hmm. And if I'm staying in that moment, I need to leave. That is me protecting myself from getting overly angry. Now, you have regular me, then you have upset me, then you have I'm done with this shit me, and then it's we gonna fuck this whole shit up me. Mm-hmm. We gonna fuck this whole shit up me mm-hmm. is bitch, underneath my bed is a certain amount of cash, come bail me the fuck out, wow. fuck up, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to experience those levels, Like, I don't want you to meet the other twin. I don't want you to go through that, okay? Because I want you to twin, that's a crazy bitch. I don't want you to to go through that.
4: That's crazy.
0: That's a crazy, that is a crazy bitch. I don't want you to have to go through that. I love you, okay? When we argue, I need you to understand that. So I'm doing that one, because if I get angry, it's a different thing. My angry could be my eyes are bloodshot red, and then you see tears, and I am slamming my hand. Or it's the there's no conversation; we're just fighting, and I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even the type to even want to put my hands on someone I'm romantically involved with at all. Mm-hmm. So to even go down the avoid the go down that option, the for that possible fork in the road, I don't want to do it. Like mm-hmm. just let me go. Just, look, just I'm gonna go home. We'll talk about this later. Mm-hmm. I gotta
2: go. Yeah. For me, uh dealing with a lot of emotional manipulation in mm-hmm. my life has led me to a space where I've noticed that in a lot of my relationships it created a distrust in me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So when the arguments show up, um when everything could be going well there's always like this sneaking suspicion um and it's heightened my intuition really good time (laughs) yeah 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 it beats like that i often see a lot of things before they come um and also another way that it's it's that trauma has shown up in me in my protection is that when i break i break. hello Mm. You know, and it's it's been to a point where oh geez, I have when I'm done because that adage of I broke up with you two weeks ago and this is when it finally hit for me.
4: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah.
2: Um, and then it, to the other person, it looks like I'm done.
4: Right, and, right.
2: And for me, there's no more conversation. I have made up in my mind mm-hmm. that this is it. Mm-hmm. This is my stop, and I'm getting off. Yeah. And there's nothing that we have to talk, there's nothing that you can say about this. I'm done, and I am moving. Um, and <laughs> people will look at that as toxic.
4: I don't think that's toxic toxic, that's at, all. That's
2: well, toxic I, at all. Well, I think all. And for me, and I say that because there are people out there that feel like, In order to break up with someone, some Greek tragedy has to happen in order for it to be justified. And the reality of the matter is is that all you need to break up with someone is to not want to do it anymore.
4: I don't want to be here no more.
2: And honestly, something else that I had to learn from myself and that I also want other people to know is that realistically you don't owe anybody an explanation about it. Mm -hmm. Talk about the things. Because we are not obligated or afforded closure. Right. More often than not, we have to reach closure for situations for ourselves. Because if you think about it, What is talking to someone about why they're leaving going to do for you? Nothing.
4: Uh, Because essentially,
2: if they're not saying what you want to hear, if they are not justifying why they're leaving Mm -hmm. for you, there's nothing I can say to you that's going to help you get over the pain, get past it, not be upset, be fine, be able to move on. I don't I can't say anything for you, sis.
4: Yeah, it doesn't matter.
2: Because essentially what you want me to do is to justify why I'm leaving. You want me to have this script to make you feel better mm-hmm. about my decision, but it's not going to happen because if I do that,
4: then I'm doing a disservice to myself. And you're still gonna feel bad.
0: Exactly. Like, like sometimes you walking away from a situation is just literally just that. You walking away from the situation, you don't owe someone an explanation as to why it happened it's just hey not feeling this anymore oh maybe we can do, there's nothing you can say sweetheart my mm-hmm. mind is made up yeah yep. it's it's time so with that said
2: my last and final question is in your experience is love enough to sustain a relationship no no, or why not?
4: Let's talk about it. Why not? No, no. Love is enough to sustain, like just that. It's it's enough to sustain love and and like you know and and like a bond. I guess. Like, how can I how can I put it? Like, um, I'm the type of person. I've been. I'll say I've been fortunate enough to of the three exes that I have. Um, I'm in a at least a cordial place with all of them, and I will say with. Maybe a couple of like we're probably like I could say friends, friend or friendly at least. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, wait, what was the question? I f- fucking totally just lost that. No, and no, it's okay. Oh, your- no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, <laughs> what I what I was going with that was that like I still and I'm okay with saying this and like I still I still love all of them in in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So love was enough to, to sustain the connection that we have and the fact and the respect and the, you know, the fact that I can see, you know, even after breaking up positive things about them and, you know, but it's, it wasn't enough to keep a romantic, you know, um, partnership going. There has to be more to it than, Oh, I love him, you know, because I can love him and he can just be my friend. That's okay too. No, you know,
2: Real sure.
4: so,
0: Absolutely. About it is not enough. No, it's not. <laughs> love got you to where you are, but it's going to take wanting to. How do I a word this properly? Flirtations. Like
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> love got you to where got you that person, but it takes wanting to nurture that love. Mm-hmm to make it grow past that. And it takes not just the nurturing, it also takes a certain level of understanding of another person outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. So it, in all essence, no, love is not enough. It takes more because love is not just a word, it's an action. You show you love someone by how you act toward them, how you show up for them. And especially in a romantic aspect, if you're not willing to nurture and grow with that person, then what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, sure. sure.
2: Um, love is not enough, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I say that because when people say that love and relationships are work, <laughs> they are. But I don't want you to think, think of it from a... Laborous nine to five type work mm-hmm. it is a work that involves not only loving your partner but loving yourself mm-hmm. it involves a certain level of vulnerability it involves a certain level of humility of self um there are so many moving pieces to romantic relationships that we have to take into consideration and actively work towards mm-hmm. in order to get the love that we truly seek. I feel like a lot of us show up in these spaces and wanting this love, and we expect for these people to sweep us off of our feet and make us feel better about ourselves and all that shit. Right. Sweetie, that's that's not love. That's sugar daddy, sis. Yeah. <laughs> That's somebody that's just there. Nobody can come to you and make you feel better about you.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And we can't expect to put to give honest to people to make us feel love. Like Lonnie said, love is an action. You gotta like you gotta put in work for that shit. You can't just lay back and, and allow things to happen and come what may and Oh, bitch, I showed up and I said, I loved you. Now you do all the rest of this work and make me happy. Make me feel good. No, (laughs) brother. It's not. Like, you got to put in the work to get this shit done. Yeah. So, y'all, I'm putting the lid on this pot. Thank you for taking that journey with me. We're going to do two more things before Before we get into how I make you feel. No, scratch that. We're going to do how I make you feel first, and then we're going to close out. With the work business. Okay. So how I make you feel this week comes from our good friends over at Your Dying And it says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you can love someone else even if you don't fully love yourself. You can love someone else if you're in pain. There is no right time or place to be in order to be able to give love or pursue a relationship.
4: That makes me feel great, actually, because I do agree with that. Mm -hmm. I do agree with that.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. I do, too, because when I read it, I had to read it twice because the instant trigger reaction is that bitch that's wrong. Right,
4: right, right.
2: And the reason why the trigger is bitch that's wrong is because we've been told so we've many been times told.
4: Yep.
2: that you need to have your shit together it or before mm-hmm. you. But the reality of the matter is, is that we are imperfect beings. and bitch, If I'm showing up perfect, what do I need you for?
4: I'm never going to show, you're never going to show up to the relationship perfect, ever. You're not,
2: especially with another person that's a whole nother life that has a whole nother idea, a whole nother viewpoint, all the, no. No. And then on top of that, not only, bitch, if I show up perfect, then why do I need you? But on the flip side of that, just because I'm hurting doesn't mean that I'm incapable. Well, there's that. If there's no room for me to grow in love, then like that's 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 basically saying bitch if you funky and ain't got your shit together then you mm. can't love anybody else why mm. love still resides in me
4: yeah
2: i may be experiencing something that has me down but that don't mm. mean that i can't find or sustain or obtain love right,
4: right. i agree with that I do and furthermore
2: that. there are people that have been in dark spaces that have found someone that comes yes. to them in a way yes. to bring them out of that space, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that. what is love if not healing?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's that on that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yes, man. Now let's get to these burnt biscuits, bitch. Well, let's talk about these burnt biscuits because, oh, baby, you know, so you know where this is about to go more often
2: than not. Lene and I, being the bitches that we are to
0: each other.
2: Bitches. <laughs> the bitches. Just bitches. Bitches. There are so many times that we come in the ring studio. Hello. <laughs> and <laughs> I say, I got this one my business," on there. And Linnea, they're like, bitch, that was in my
0: tripping topics.
4: Uh-oh.
2: We just be in line.
4: Okay. And this
0: day is the same. We're in line. Here we are again. We're in line. Aligned. Okay.
4: Aligned.
0: The, the stars are a children. <laughs> and this just so happens to tie into Marlon's discus that were burnt. So we purposely waited till the very end to get into a thing, and the children need to hear it. It's time for us to have that conversation. That's right. Who declares rapidly spreading monkey pie, uh, monkeypox outbreak a global emergence, health emergency?
4: Oh jeez, can we? I just want to act like it's not happening.
0: No, we have to act <laughs> like it happened, and it's I time for it us funny. to go there. Oh, so this is coming from CNBC. Here are the key points that they wanted to point out. If you guys don't know who who is, who is the World Health Organization? The WHO declared monkeypox a global health emergency. The rare rare designation means that WHO now views the outbreak as a significant enough threat to global health that is, excuse me, coordinated, international, excuse me, ad, response is needed. The last WHO issued a public health emergency was in January 2020 in response to the COVID-19 outbreak. They said Europe is the, is the epicenter of the outbreak right now. Men have, that have sex with men are in the community at the highest risk. The WHO chief said that the global risk is moderate, but the threat is high in Europe. And off, they ended up by saying monkeypox, monkey excuse me, pike. I don't know why I'm trying to say like bike, but anything. monkey monkeypox is unlikely to disrupt international trade or travel right now, the WHO chief said.
2: To quote Brother Lou, "Oh God, you funky dog here, bitches! I'm so
3: sick. (laughs) I am so sick.
2: (laughs) So sick of y'all, and I'm speaking to society. I'm speaking Mm -hmm. to the government. All you hoes, I'm just, I'm sick of y'all and creating these narratives that go against the grain of humanity. Oh my gosh, bitch!" Monkeypox is not an STI, ho. Drag it. It is not an STI. Drag it. It is please. not a sissy's disease.
4: It's drag, drag it. She for everybody, ho. Thank you.
2: Everybody. And granted, when we want to get into statistics and numbers, okay, so you've seen it in more to girls than other people. Please stop creating this narrative that it is about the gay. We have been here before. I have seen this movie. In the end, the fish
4: gets it, bitch. This is not true. They started it up. It's how it is. A
2: skin to skin disease, which that means that if I hug you and you are birhemic whore, I can get it. If I am in the same room as you. And you spit too much when you speak and I breathe it in, I can get it. Or if I lay in your bed mm. while you are viremic I can get it, bitch. It does not matter, girl. It don't matter. That is for everybody. Everybody. Not just the gays. Furthermore, you right. fucking hospitals and the medical the, the medical industry. Girl. The fact that there are men showing up to spaces and trying to get the vaccine, and you are telling them that if they have not had sex with more than one person within the last 24 hours, or been in contact with somebody that has had where there are many people that don't even know that they fucking got
4: it. Oh my God.
0: The fact that they also, and to add to Marla's um, burnt biscuits, also the fact that majority of the people that found out that they had it did not know because they didn't actually know what it looked like, let alone have the proper testing to know if they have monkey pops, which is another thing that no one is talking about. And it's like a motherfucking virus, bitch. First of all,
2: she started off overseas. So you mm-hmm. know by the time she made it over here, we're a different brand of people. We live different we live differently. We have different things that affect us differently. So yep. when they enter a different body in a different way, they show up differently, bitch.
4: It's trash. Though this so just- here we are. And the
2: fuckery of things again. I need you bitches to get it together. All you motherfuckers that are out here latching onto the bandwagon about it being a gay thing and showing your homophobia all over again, bitch. When you fuck around and catch it from Susie that that caught it from Daisy because she was on the bus with her and touched the pole after her, bitch, I want you to not come crying to me. Please. Stop doing this shit. Stop it. Stop trying to blame people for shit. Because here we are again. And you fucking white gays, girl. Mm. Let's keep it above. It started with you, bitch. Always. Here we are again. Does it sound familiar? It started with you. Always. And here we are again. It starts with you, and then it ends up with us. And then you want to blame us for it. And then you want to go and jump the line. For the vaccines.
4: Dragon to the
2: point where there are people that have had to literally build, to coin a phrase, a fucking underground railroad to get care for black and, and gay men of color to get the vaccine.
0: Because the white girls have been gatekeeping and taking up all the vaccines as they come in. And can I also to kind of go back to what you had just said. Why is it that I had to have more than one sexual partner in the past 20 years? It's not an STI. Uh, First of all, would it only take one to get it? How does that make sense? Because basically, you had to really be out here doing some type of sex work or humbling in order to qualify to get the vaccine. This doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. Something is not right here.
4: It is crazy here. If you're telling
0: me That I had to have more than one sexual partner in the past 24 hours to qualify for a vaccine. Now, New York is scarce for the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Like, there's waiting lists for the vaccine in New York. And if you don't get to the the actual location where they're getting it in a timely fashion, you ain't getting it.
2: Not to mention that now two children have have showed up with it, and then they tried to blame
0: it on the gay, saying that they came in contact with gay men and that's how they got it. Why is it that every single time that a virus comes around, automatically y'all want to look at us? Because they did the same shit with COVID. They looked directly at us. I'm going to put you like this,
2: because Zoom is telling us she's about to cancel this girl. I'm going to just say this, so we can jump off of because we can win it forever. Yeah, sis, bro... All my gays, days, and in-betweens, lie. You've been fucking and sucking for the last Three weeks, bitch. Uh I don't care if you've been sitting in your fucking house and you ain't did shit, but twiddle your thumbs and playing your asshole by yourself for the last month, bitch. Go in there and lie. You are the biggest hole this side of the Mason-Dixie, bitch. There is cum coming out of your fucking earlobes right now. (laughs) Give me my vaccine. Lie. I'm sick of the shit. I'm sick of the slander. And every motherfucking moment I get, I am going to promote on my pages and platforms, girl. It is not an STI. Don't be stupid. Stop blaming it on the gays.
0: Get your shit together, America. America. I'm sick of your shit. And if y'all can see the conviction in his face, you Period. I'm so right.
2: funny. of it, bro, because this shit is dumb. It's d- Girl, there is too much going on, girl. Too much. Rowan is still out here thotting and bopping. She would have took a motherfucking coffee break, bitch, and she would have sent her girlfriends out here. She would have sent the monkey pox. It's some random shit in Ghana that's killing the girls, and now you're telling me I got to look out for mosquitoes to, to drop dead, bitch. I'm done. I hate it here. I'm done.
4: People Send the comment.
2: Realize the in the mental and emotional trauma that we are all going through right now is un fucking believable. It is coming from all sides, people. are... Stop it. Y'all start telling the truth. We're going to start telling them now. I'm
0: done. Don't fucking do this shit no more. I'm done with it. Stop it. And with that being said, I think because my friend needs a minute to breathe, y'all <laughs> triggered him. We're going to wrap this week's episode of Who Raised You Hoes. Thank you guys so much for taking your time out to be here with us, Chase thank you for being our resident hoe this episode thank you
4: i'm glad to be here and i'm glad to look at Marlon's facial expression right now it's really funny all right.
0: All right.
4: <laughs> so yes i'm here for it thank you for having me i appreciate it y'all.
0: as always guys thank you guys so much for listening please on all social that is twitter and instagram as well as facebook we are found at WRYH podcast for your listener letters we like those send them to ask wrh podcast at, g- at gmail.com we will maybe we'll read them on the show. And hey, business inquiry, want us on your show, wanna get wanna drop us a suggestion of what you want to talk about on here. Then drop it. Serious inquiries only. i don't want on hear Nothing about no damn fraud Um, Send it to wrhpodcast at gmail.com. And very quickly, because we are tight for time, you got the, the daddy sweet mouth over here from the Sweet Talkers. We, <laughs> what, what's, what are y'all doing? Like, what, what's really going on? Are y'all listening to the content? I mean, are y'all getting on, into man. it? Did y'all listen to the cookout? Come on, Are y'all, are y'all watching Dragon? Did yeah. you subscribe to Kyron's Twitch channel? Are you watching his Twitch journey on YouTube? I'm what? What? stop playing with the girls what are you waiting for (laughs) stop this (laughs) I hate it subscribe to the dolls that's why we're here and with that okay we talk sweet shit and with that (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys so much and we will see y'all next week until then
3: peace out Bye. bye bye